Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. In addition to that, thousands of articles and podcasts updated daily. Tons of great news, insights, and stories over at AmericaOutloud.com. As always, we highly recommend you guys check that out. And uh, please share to social media. We appreciate that a great deal. Uh, we got a lot to talk about tonight. I want to start off talking about uh, Justice Alito coming out and saying he knows who leaked a Supreme Court memo on abortion. Uh, he pretty much admitted that it's not really a secret among the inside circle who this leak came from, which leads us to the next question is, why hasn't this person been investigated? Why hasn't this person been arrested? Uh, after this first came out, we were just pretty stunned because these leaks from the Supreme Court used to be a rare occurrence. Now they're becoming more and more common. There's clearly a leaker. I think Rob and I uh, said that it could be Kentaji Brown because she's the only new one there. If all these leaks are suddenly coming out, you look at what's changed and there was a newer justice. So uh, that would lead me to point my finger towards her. But even if it's not her, I'm sure it's one of these wokesters that are on the Supreme Court or one of their staff members who are leaking this. And looks like they're not going to face any consequences over it, which is a real shame, uh, in my opinion, because this is a serious situation. And now Justice Alito is talking about he's got to have round-the-clock security. Uh, his family does not feel safe. The threats that they get on a daily basis from some of these uh, abortion activists who are just desperate to be able to kill babies, it's clearly a big issue. And you've got this Biden administration once again not taking any action, not protecting our justices, not doing anything about this leaker who clearly broke the law and should face consequences. But if it were a Republican, we know that would be a different situation. If this were some uh, Democrat uh, ruling that came out and it got leaked, we know the media would be taking it a lot more seriously. Uh, Rob, what were your thoughts on Justice Alito's comments? Uh <sighs> When this first happened, this his ruling, his his opinion was leaked, and we were told that this was horrible, and we're going to get to the bottom of it, and we can very easily find out who did it, because you have so many people that are involved in all of this. And to me, it just begs a question to ask that, wait a minute, there's nothing that's secure in D.C. on the Hill or in any of our federal agencies, although they, we would like to think that it is. I mean, well, case in point, look at the kid who went on Discord and leaked all that information, top secret information, confidential information. How did he get that? He was 22 years old, and they gave him a clearance. And when Jared Kushner, who was working in the Trump White House, it took them forever to get him a clearance, and the media just ran with it, and they made fun of it. But now you have a 22-year-old kid releasing information, and it's kind of played down. I mean, they're not talking about it much at all, Andrew. But they are talking about Trump and the classified documents that he, as a president, can have and can declassify anything at any given point in time. But you have all these top officials coming out saying, oh, this is bad. Oh, no, how could he? And we've got to take him to court and we've got to throw him in jail. And you got Merrick Garland, who appointed a special counsel, Jack Smith, who's going to look at that and tie in the whole Jan 6 thing because they'll never let Jan 6 die. They will never let that die. They want to get as many miles out of that as possible. And you would think that a judge and this Jewish prudence will look at this and say, wait a minute, this makes no sense. 
Okay, you guys had your chance. The FBI came out and said there was no there there. Give it up so that the country can move forward, so that we can move ahead. This is not what the forefathers, our forefathers wanted. But see, they don't want that. They don't care about that. It's anything to keep Republicans down. We got to keep them down. We don't want them out there at all. So that's what they're doing with the Supreme Court. The information leaked. They say, we don't know who did it. And then John Roberts is going to come out and say, well, I'm going to investigate this because we're going to get to the bottom of it. Well, John, we're still waiting for your investigation. Oh, by the way, it did end because he said there's no way we can find out who did it. And now you have Alito coming out and saying, oh, I got an idea as to who did it. Oh, I know who did it. It might be difficult for us to, you know, to have credible evidence to say that this is the person. Well, Sam, you either know or you don't know. I mean, if you have an idea, he said, well, with the preponderance of an evidence, okay, that's what trials are for. You name the person, and then you let the people decide if they believe that this person leaked the information. I mean, don't come up telling me that you think you know who did it, but in order to prove it within a preponderance of an evidence, I mean, then we can't prove anything. We should have no trials. But no one's going to move on this. We know that Congress is not going to move on it because they have a vested interest to keep whoever leaked that information to keep it a secret. Now, probably decades from now, the name will come out, the person will write a book, and they'll be famous, and everyone will celebrate them. You know, as we're talking, I just looked, I was looking at uh, social media, and uh, an acquaintance of mine put on uh, a posting, and it says, men shouldn't be making laws about women's bodies. And she just wrote it nonstop over and over again. Needless to say, I saw that, and I put her in a 30-day, uh, a month silence, because I don't want to see any post from her, because she's just as wacky as a day is long. I find it interesting when women come out, men shouldn't come up be making laws about women's bodies. Okay. What about transgender men? Can they do it? <laughs> I'm just asking, you know, can transgender men make those decisions? Because we don't know what a man is. It's all in your head. And, and maybe that's what men should do. Maybe I should do that. I would say, but I'm not a man. I'm in between. I'm just coming up and just saying, I don't think that, you know, we should have abortion. What, what would they say about that, I wonder, Andrea? Because you see, people like these little catchphrases. They run with them. They think it makes them feel good. It looks good. Looks good on paper. Sounds good. Sounds good when you're out rioting. That I can say, man, leave my body alone. If you don't have a vagina, leave my body alone. Let me put on my pink pussy hat cat, and I'm on a cap, and I'm going to say this. It looks good. It sounds great. Just like Black Lives Matter. Oh, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Until you really start looking at Black Lives, and you realize that people don't care anything about Black Lives, especially Black people. Well, they certainly don't care about them in Chicago. I guess they didn't get the memo about black lives. They don't care about them in Detroit. They don't care about them in New Orleans. And they certainly don't care about them in Sacramento. Oh, and New York either, or Atlanta, or in Baltimore. Oh, and the list goes on and on and on and on. You know, like I said, these little catchphrases, people, you know, they, they love them. And they're like, oh, yeah. They, they worship at the office of, uh, at the altar of catchphrases because it makes them feel good. But in actuality, that's all they are, just catchphrases, phrases that they use to act out to misbehave. It allows a certain group of people to act out misbehave, especially those on the left. So as far as this memo leaking out, it's, it's a year now, Andrew, to be honest with you, it's a year today. We probably will never know who did it. They, they know, they, the people who did it know, and Alito, but is he going to say anything? Well, if he did try to say something, Andrew, they'll come after him, the left. Did you know that they're still protesting outside of the Supreme Court justice houses not on a daily basis, but they do it pretty regularly to scare them up. Still going on. Whenever there's a ruling that they're about to make, they'll send the minions out. Never mind you that there's a law that's against that. Never mind you that Merrick Garland 
who's supposed to be the over the Department of Justice, is supposed to make certain that our Supreme Court justices are protected, but he's not. Never mind you that when Congress said we need to get more policemen to protect them, they didn't want to vote on it. It's like, oh no, let, let, let's put the fear in them. Let's let them be scared. Maybe they'll change their minds. And you have justices that are sitting there looking at it. But see, when the tables are turned against these liberal justices, then they want to come out and say, you need to protect us. Our, na- our numbers should not be out there in the public domain. Because we're making these rulings and our life, you know, they're coming, people are coming against us. Our life is in jeopardy. There was a judge uh, not too long ago, sad to say, she had, I think she was a Democrat, or, or, or she leaned Democrat, a liberal, and uh, her son was killed. I think her husband was shot. Someone, she had ruled on a case, and they had this wacko who came to her door, knocked on the door blasted her husband, the son came up, and they blasted him. And they, they killed him. And it's very unfortunate. It should have never happened. should have never, ever happened. It shouldn't happen to anyone. And I, I think they caught the person. But she came out, and she's been an advocate now, saying that we need to do more to protect our justices, regardless as to their political persuasion. And I look at it, and I'm listening to her, and I'm thinking, wow. No, I don't know how she's ruled, but I would guarantee you that she's probably sat on the bench, and she's sitting on the bench now, and made decisions that would impact individuals by being lenient on criminals and thought nothing of it. But now when it impacts her life, her family, it's a different story. And we, we see this happening, play, being played out across the, uh, across the country with these judges. We now see that a lot of them are actually woke judges because they don't care, so it seems, about the rule of law and what's happening. They're more concerned with making certain that they are doing what they want to do, what they want to do, as opposed to anyone else. They're not concerned about things, which 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 isn't good. It's, it's not good at all. So when you have the judicial system that's acting out, being activists and not applying the law the way it should be, there's a breakdown in society. You look at the cases that are going against Trump and any other circumstance, we would not be hearing these cases. The case with the woman, the Bergdorf Goodman woman, who claims that Trump defamed her. And, and lie when he said that I don't know her, and I never attacked her, I never raped her. This took place like years ago. This woman is now in her 80s. Well, no, she's in her 80s, and she can remember that, and Joe can't even remember what he had for breakfast <laughs> today or the next day. And he's the president or the resident. But she's a writer, and she's bringing charges. She's in court, and she's funded by the founder of LinkedIn, who happens to be a billionaire. Because in order to bring a case to court, you've got to do all these filings, and it costs money, and you have to have an attorney. This woman doesn't have that. She's not rich. She's not of a person of well means. She looks like a kook. But yet and still, she, the judges allowed her, the courts allowed her to proceed with this trial of defamation. 
and and they're going to throw in that you know Trump also that maybe he did rape her. Who knows? She she doesn't know. She doesn't even know where it took place. She just said it took place this date. I can't remember the specifics, but I decided to come out because of me too. <laughs> me too. That's a joke. Men behaving badly. Look at the women that are behaving badly, and now look at the men who are being supported by the women by saying that there are there are women. It's a joke. It's a joke, a straight up joke. What happened to the feminists? Why aren't they standing up against these men who are pretending to be women? It's a joke. But going back to the judges and their Jewish prudence, if they're not exercising. So you have this case that's going forward, and the judge is allowing everything to be thrown in. He's one of those woke judges. He's allowing them to throw in information back from way back when Trump was uh, – was on, I think, Access TV, talking about grab him by this and grab him by that. He's allowing all this stuff to be into, to come into trial. And you would think that he wouldn't, but he's because that's not fair. Remember when you go to court and they say you can't bring up a person's past? You can't allow this? You can't allow this? Remember when they said that, but they're now allowing all this stuff to come in? Now, imagine had this been, let's say, the peop- these uh, black individuals who have committed crimes, and they say, well, we're going to allow everything that they did in the past to come forward because we want to make certain that we convict them. We want to make certain people know exactly who they were 10 years ago, although it has nothing to do with the crime that they committed now or that they allegedly committed. Now, imagine if they were to do that. People would be out screaming bloody murder. But with Trump, oh, who cares? Let all the information in because we want them to see the kind of person he is. These are judges now that would rule on this, and they're saying let it in. Let it come in because we want to make certain that we put him in a hole he can't get out. We want to make certain that the jurors, without a reasonable doubt, just say, oh, well, if he did it then, he could have done it now. They want all this information in. But what about having a fair trial? No one cares about that. But it's like, oh, oh, who cares? We just want to get him out. This is where we are. This is where we are now in our society. We have allowed the left to just destroy our legal system. We have allowed them to draw circles, make circles around it, and to use it to, for their advantage while other people suffer. Now, think back before the civil rights movement and how black people, people of color, would say the system is not fair to us. We're not getting our fair shake. The cars are stacked against us. Well, look at what's happening now. The exact same thing. So when you have a situation like this Alito case and you have a chief justice who's saying, well, we can't come to the conclusion as to who did it. The only thing they're saying is that, no, we know who did it. We just don't want to prosecute. Because if we do, we'll upset the apple cart and they'll come after us. And if they come after us, we have no protection because we know that the Department of Justice under Merrick Garland is not going to protect us. So we better just look the other way and not say anything. But if, when it comes to our political opponents, our adversaries, oh, by all means, let's go after them because we don't care about them. And the media is going to help us out. And if you notice, that's what we've been talking about lately on our show is like a common theme how bad the media has become and not holding people, well, not not really holding people accountable, but reporting on the facts of what's actually happening in our society. Yeah, we're going to get into that in our next half. You guys are tuned in to After Dark with Rob and Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's 
iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe. Air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. Back here on After Dark with Rob and Andrew, and to start off the second half, I want to switch gears just a little bit and talk about this uh, mass shooting that took place in Alabama. Uh, they ended up arresting a bunch of African Americans or blacks, uh, I guess more commonly referred to as African Americans nowadays, even though Rob takes exception to that. And uh, the media just completely blew it over when the news story happened of all these people getting shot at this birthday party. It was a huge story. Then all of a sudden, it just fizzled out. And once they announced the arrest, I mean, it was pretty much just a post on these uh, corporate news websites. And then they moved on like nothing happened. And it's just part of the bigger problem here in America that the media is not being honest about what's going on. And perhaps that's why uh, some of these communities are not improving. Um, I live in like the third biggest city in Illinois and not quite Chicago, but uh, it's really segregated here. I mean, we've got uh, ghetto areas, people call it, with a lot of blacks. And it's like a war zone down there if you're just being uh, blatantly honest. I mean, it's just very... Uh, unsafe and dangerous. Uh, you could get a house down there for like $30,000 uh, for a decent house. Uh, definitely not in a decent neighborhood. But uh, we see this all across America. I mean, East St. Louis, Chicago, it's the same way where these are some really segregated cities. And if you look at the crime, uh, it just lights up like a Christmas tree in all of these black areas. And uh, we see this continue and the media doesn't want to talk about it. They don't want to acknowledge that this is a real thing that everyday Americans can see, uh, that they don't feel safe in these black communities. Uh, Rob, what are your thoughts on this Alabama story? And then this larger problem where the media refers to call us or refuses to call a spade a spade and point out what's happening in this country? Well, you're right. They refuse to call it out. They don't want to cover it. When it took place, they did have they just had sparse information as to what the shooting was about. But this was a mass shooting. 
Do not doubt me when I say it. Where is Joy Reid? I was about to say, where's Don Lemon? But we know Don Lemon bit the dust. He's no longer <laughs> on fake news CNN. But where's Whoopi Goldberg and Sonny Hostin? Where are they and calling this out? Gosh, I'm about to lose my voice here. <clears throat> Excuse me. But when we heard, learned about this, the shooting, it was on the heels of the shooting of the white guy who shot up the bank in Kentucky. And they were about to make that a big story also, that here you go, bad, bad uh, toxic white male who just shot up a bank. But then when they found out that he was a supporter of Black Lives Matter, he was woke. You see how quickly they buried that story, Andrew? You don't hear anything about it. You hear absolutely nothing. And it was a black person who got killed. One of the, the victims was a black person. But you don't hear about it. Why? You don't you hear very little about the case in Nashville, Tennessee. The transgender. And the manifesto. Why? The same way we don't hear about this mass shooting that took place during the sweet 16 birthday party where four people were killed and dozens were injured. And I think so far they have arrested up to five teens and they were black. And I'm glad you, you said that black and not African-American because I do take exception to it. The only African-American we have here, truthfully, is Elon Musk. He was born in Africa, and then he came to America. So he is an African-American, folks. Okay, let's not get it twisted. But this Alabama situation, we don't hear about the families. We don't know the names. Well, they mentioned the names of the victims, but that's it. They haven't been invited. Family, they haven't been invited to the White House like Ralph Yarrow was invited to the White House. Why? Talk about racism. Talk about trying to hide the facts. This is unbelievable. A mass shooting took place in Alabama. And the media can't even report on it accurately. Now, had the assailant been white, oh my God, we would still be talking about it. Assailants. Assailants, right. Been, we, we should be talking about it. Look at, in Florida, three teen girls were killed. And we're now finding out that the killers were teenagers, black. Another quiet is kept moment. Look at what happened in North Carolina. A man, a black man, shot a six-year-old six year girl and her father after the basketball rolled into his yard. Shot him. They didn't kill them. No one wants to say anything about it. And as you mentioned, Andrew, you look at the cities. We, we talk about this all the time. And we're going to keep talking about it because people need to wake up. And I think you said once, how, how, when will it take, what, or what will it take for these people to wake up when you see your life collapsing around you? And you, you're, you're still supporting these policies of the left, of these Democrats, because they're the ones who are in charge.
right? the radicals. It, I saw a graphic recently with some of the uh, numbers, and if you're black, you're 20 times more likely to be murdered than if you're white. 20 times more likely. I mean, uh, this is a real problem in this country. And so many of the Al Sharpton and Don Lemon types, they don't want to acknowledge it and act like it doesn't exist. But uh, these bad neighborhoods, why would any successful black person or a successful white person want to move there? I mean, you wouldn't. Well, Andrew, Don can't mention it anymore because he's no longer (laughs) on CNN. But I will say this. Before he became woke, he spoke out about this so many times, and he said, black men you need to pick up your pants, you need to clean up your neighborhoods, you need to do this. And then he became woke. I think it was around the same time that they started putting advertising gays on TV and saying, oh, you can speak up, speak up. Then he just became woke and became a lunatic, crazy almost. But, I mean, these neighborhoods, they're, they're bad places, and I, I, I struggle with trying to understand why people like Susan Rice won't speak out against it. And I think it was Bill Maher who said the other day, he said that if we had a famous black person, an athlete, to come out and call this out and say this is wrong, maybe people would listen. Well, I think it would take more than one because one just won't do it. Because if that one person came out, the media would gang up on them and attack them. And then the person would come out and say, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. This is what I actually meant. Because some have come out and they denounced it. They said, wait a minute. we got to stop this. Look at Kobe Bryant. When this whole thing took place with uh, these riots earlier on, not with George Floyd because I think he had died with George Floyd, he made the comment. He said that whenever there is an attack with the police – I think Michael Brown. It was Michael Brown when Michael Brown happened. He said that people are coming to me saying, what are your thoughts on it? He said, I don't have any thoughts on it. He said, I want to sit back and I want to watch it just like you guys that I want to understand what exactly happened. Right. And then you look at how the media treated someone like Kyrie Irving for not wanting to take the vaccine. That's exactly how they would treat a black athlete if it was just one that came out and uh, talked about what's going on in these inner cities. Uh, They would just try and label him as a loon, as an Uncle Tom. I mean, this is the language these people use. That is a language. They will attack you viciously if you come out with the truth. That is a reason why, like we're setting up our segment with John Roberts, he's afraid to come out and say this is a person who leaked the information because he's afraid that, look, my family could be at risk. They will come after my family, and the attorney general of the guy who's of the Department of Justice, Merrick Garland, is not going to protect us. So I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to bow down. That's what's happening. And you have that happening here when you see all this crime that is taking place. No one wants to call it out. Do you actually think Barack Obama is going to risk uh, all his millions by coming out and saying this is wrong by denouncing it? I mean, you can even look at the feminist movement. Women who are quiet, they won't come out and denounce this whole thing with transgenders out of fear that if we say something, they will, as I said, not cancel but deplatform us. They'll deplatform me, and I can't make a mo- I can't make a living. The same thing with the attorneys that are representing Trump. You have so many attorneys that want to do it, but they're afraid if I do do it, I'm going to be deplatformed because they will attack me, they being the left, because they control everything. Folks, look, they control the media. They control everything. They control the images of black people. They control it. So why would you want to stand, put your neck out there knowing that they could like end my career in my way of making a living? I read somewhere that you have these law firms telling the lawyers that if anyone signs on to work 
with on the Trump legal team that it's over. You don't have a job here. And remember, Dr. Emily had said the same thing when he came on and he's speaking about transgenders and how doctors need to take the power back in their hands and start opening up their own private practices and stop trying to sign on to these big medical organizations. Oh, yeah, that's where the money is. But you're selling your soul because they want you to say what they want you to say and not speak the truth. He said this. So you look at these athletes that are afraid to say anything out of fear that if I say something, they can end my career. Never mind that the community, your community is being destroyed. Black use of being destroyed. And the numbers that you gave a while ago, Andrew, about blacks and the likelihood of them being killed, that's astonishing. But you don't have the likes of Oprah Winfrey, Barack Obama, or Michelle Obama coming out and speaking against it. You don't come, they have them coming out saying, folks, look at this. We're killing ourselves. No, they want to blame white people for all their problems. You got a special on Netflix right now with Oprah and Michelle Obama. And Michelle is talking about the travails of marriage and how she hates – sometimes she hated Barack Obama. She was mad at him in certain pictures. And people are saying, well, why are you looking like that? I was mad at him in that picture. But you know what? Remember some years ago when they did a – they took a picture of Melania and Trump? Although they said, oh, she's mad at him for something. How could she do that? And she's supposed to be the first lady. Oh, it's okay for Michelle to be mad at Barack, but Melania, she can't be mad at Trump, although they want it. Look at how they slice and dice and how they switch things up and take sides. And people are afraid to call it out. But I'm not afraid to call it out because I'm tired of it. I'm telling you, Andrew, I'm sick and tired. I am tired of the game. I am tired of the ruse. I am tired of the lies. I am tired of it all. There's a criminal element in the black community. We need to call it out. There is a criminal element in our government. We need to call it out. There is a criminal element in our justice system, and we certainly need to call it out. We have judges on the bench who have gone woke. We have judges on the bench who are not exercising their Jewish prudence accordingly. This has to be called out. This is horrible. This is how our society is being destroyed. China isn't doing it. Russia isn't doing it. We're doing it to ourselves. Right. And a perfect example of what encapsulates what's wrong with uh, the way that the media and a lot of citizens treat uh, this violence in the black community is when there is a successful black man, um, no, none other than like Ben Carson comes to mind, right? This guy's one of the top brain surgeons that this country's ever seen. And you've got the uh, media coming out and saying this guy is an Uncle Tom because he supported President Trump and calling him all kinds of different names, uh, acting like he's not an intelligent person when the guy is literally a brain surgeon. I mean, to see how people like uh, Ben Carson and uh, others are treated. Uh, what was the guy that passed away during COVID a couple of years ago? Uh, Herman Cain. And people laughed. They acted like it was a joke that the guy got COVID and passed away after going to a Trump rally. Uh, just to see the way that these uh, well-educated, successful blacks are treated just for not agreeing with the narrative. Uh, it's a big part of the problem why it's hard to see uh, these communities pulling themselves up by the bootstraps and uh, improving. It is a big problem. Like you said, you just gave countless num the names of black, successful blacks whom they will attack. Look at Condoleezza Rice. 
You hardly ever may hear her name being mentioned. Clarice Thomas in the African-American Museum, Smithsonian Museum in D.C., only a footnote as to his accomplishments because they don't like him. And then you have black people saying, oh, white people, they're doing this to us. But look at the ones who are trying to silence your history. Look at the ones who are trying to cover it up. The same woke liberals that are telling you that white people are doing bad. They're doing you wrong. And when you want to ask them, can you identify those white people? Oh, they're conservatives. They're the ones who support Donald Trump. No, it's you because you control museums like the Smithsonian and you don't want our history there. It's you who don't want to speak out against the violence in our communities. Tired of the lies. I'm tired of it. And it's time people wake up and realize that they're being sold a bag of nonsense that's not helping them out. When you mentioned this, the places in in Illinois, the bad areas, 2023, we still have that going on. I thought the Democrats were going in and cleaning that up. There shouldn't be any bad ghettos anywhere. I mean, with what Biden is doing now to transforming the entire makeup of the society, there should we shouldn't hear any of that stuff. But yet and still we do. Because they're trying to hide the truth. Compton, yeah. there shouldn't be a Compton in LA. Everything should be all these people should be middle class now, considering all the money that Biden has dished out and these local liberal governments. Yeah, no kidding. And it's not just that. You look at uh, everything involved here. Uh, the black community is just really struggling. And you've got the, Joe Biden and the Democrats who act like there's nothing to see here, that it's doing great and thriving under his administration. When you look at these liberal DAs, these liberal mayors who are just doing nothing about the crime in their cities, and it's just crippling the citizens. Uh, it's just a real shame looking from the outside looking in what's going on. But it's because they don't care, Andrew. <laughs> they don't care. You look at what they're trying to do to Clarence Thomas, as we mentioned his name, he and his wife, Jenny. Now they're they're in the the ur of the liberals, not that they ever weren't, but they're doing their darnest. They want to be able to take him out. They want him off the court. Because what's happening is that they want Katanji Brown Jackson, the woman who can't define what a woman is, they want her to get all of the attention. So what better way of doing it than to have him removed from the courts? And you have these Gen Zers and Gen Xers that are completely unaware of this man's, uh, his past and how he got to the courts, his background, and how Joe Biden tried to keep him from being on the court. All the negative things that Joe Biden had said, the negative things that he had done to keep this man from being on the courts. They know nothing about it. So now they want to get him off the court. A black man. And you got black people who are going along with it. Yeah, he's no good. He's an Uncle Tom. He's a this. He's a that. If anyone who's an Uncle Tom, let's just look at Barack Obama. He has done nothing for the black community but been divisive, caused divisiveness. He has not gone into the black community to try to say, folks, let's clean up. Let's clean. It's time to clean up house. It's time to straighten this up. He has not done it. Why hasn't he done it? Why hasn't he or Michelle done it? They're too busy talking about their own personal life and, oh, it's so difficult being married to Barack Obama. Oh, it's so difficult being married to Michelle Obama. I'm sure it is being difficult being married to a narcissist that Obama is. I'm sure it is being married to Michelle Obama, who seems to be a mean girl. I'm sure it is difficult. But there are lies that they could be saving by speaking the truth, but they won't 
do it, they want to point to other people and say, therein lies the problem, as opposed to looking in the mirror and say, no, we need to straighten up. We need to get it together. But Andrew, they won't do it. They won't do it. And the crime's gotten so bad in a lot of these areas. We see big retail stores like Walmart just packing up and leaving. Uh, Walmart's completely out of Portland, Oregon. Uh, there's no more Walmarts there because the crime was so bad. I saw another video of like a pharmacy in San Francisco where everything in the store is locked undercover now. Anything you want, you've got to go get an employee to come unlock the cabinet for you and uh, get it because the crime and the theft has been so bad. This is not the America that I want to live in. And uh, someone's got to do something about it. We need to get back to basics, locking up these criminals who are breaking the laws, reopen the uh, mental health facilities so a lot of these loons aren't shooting up schools and uh, doing other things. Uh, we see solutions to a lot of these problems, but with the Democrats' woke agenda, they just will not um, implement them. You're tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew after this quick break. We are fighting the ultimate fight between good and evil. AmericaOutloud.com replaces groupthink with innovative thing. Well, it was Walt Whitman, the poet, who said, Keep your face always toward the sunshine, and shadows will fall behind you. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. If you're like me, you'd like life to return to some kind of normal. You're burned out on all the fear-mongering, but deep down you try and minimize viral exposure and your risk of getting sick. You've heard it talked about time and again by respected medical professionals. Use a pulvinone iodine nasal solution. I don't need to tell you just how powerful a nasal cleansing formula with xylitol, pulvinone iodine, and vitamin D3 for immune support could be. In fact, my attorney told me not to tell you. Google it and find out for yourself. Now, get yourself a bottle of American-made Cofix RX nasal solution. Let's get out and live again. CofixRx.com. That's C-O-F-I-X-R-X.com. Use coupon code OUTLOUD and get 20% off. So, Andrew, when we went to break, you were talking about the big stores, box stores that are leaving a lot of these liberal states, well, cities, like Walmart. 
Walmart is leaving Chicago. Walmart is leaving, I think, Sacramento. And uh, I think it's, uh, what is it, Oregon? There's a uh, Portland, Oregon. When Walmart is leaving your town or city, you've got a problem. Walmart is leaving, I think, in downtown San Francisco because since the store opened, they have not made a profit. They've been there for five years. That's not good. Hear me. That is not good. You got people going in and out stealing, not paying for their goods because you have these activist uh, district of attorneys saying, oh, we're not going to prosecute these cases. And then you have the judges agreeing with them. That's not good. That is not good at all. I mean, Walmart, a huge, one of the, the, the largest retail company, they can't make a profit and they're leaving? Folks, <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. And when you look at where these stores are located, they're located in black neighborhoods, giving black neighborhoods an opportunity or have access to things that they normally wouldn't have access to, bringing in jobs to these communities. I remember back in the 80s, people were complaining, saying, oh, well, why don't some of these chains come into the black communities? And they were saying, because it's not profitable. If we go there, we can't make a profit because people will steal, they will riot, they will, riot, they will loot. So finally, they convinced them to come in, and it was good for a while. But then after they started having these riots, I remember there was a riot with Ernest Gray. And the store said, we've got to leave with Michael Brown. They were burning down CVS and Doreen Reeds. They say, we can't stay here. We can't sustain this. And you don't have people like Al Sharpton or Barack Obama or Oprah Winfrey coming out saying, don't do this. Instead, you have people like Keisha, Bottoms, Keisha Lance Bottoms and Marilyn Mosby, who's saying, oh, let them riot, let the people, you know, let them get it off their chest. They're angry, they're mad, but they're destroying their own neighborhoods. And then it becomes a place like Alabama, whereby there is no goods and services, people are mad, they're jealous of their neighbors, and so that when they have parties, they, they find that an opportunity to take it out on their neighbors. This is not good. We see what is happening. And you have these judges and lawyers and district of attorneys who are saying nothing about it. They were allowing these crimes to be perpetrated upon good citizens. And they just sit back and go, okay, next, what else, what else is on the docket? What else is on the docket? Who else? What, what is the next case? Don't people see what's happening? Now, I know our listeners do. We, we see it. And I know you're frustrated. Like I said, I'm tired of the lies. I, I just can't I, – I don't want to live in a society where I've got to lie and not speak the truth. Right. And you don't have the Joy Reeds or the L. Sharptons that want to come out on their platform and say, black people, you got to clean up. You, yeah. you got to straighten this up. They're, they're basically trying to go after people like Trump, who has a billion dollars, who steals, who's, who's trying to help out the communities, 
and go in and help it out, but they don't want him there. They want him to stay away. And they want all these woke white liberals coming in that are doing absolutely nothing but seeing businesses leave these neighborhoods, Andrew. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I, you said his name, Al Sharpton. I want to talk about this. Uh, of course, we've uh, discussed on the show last week about uh, Don Lemon getting fired from CNN. And it's only a matter of time before someone came out and said this firing was racist. And you guessed it, it's happened. Al Sharpton has came out in defense of Don Lemon, strong defense uh, in a statement. He uh, said there are some larger issues at play in his firing uh, Sharpton said that Don Lemon is a superb journalist who is very open to the civil rights community on issues that others wouldn't touch. Uh, the prominent activist demanded transparency from CNN for why the network let Lemon go. Uh, Lemon was CNN's highest profile black anchor, and he has talked frequently about race. And uh, civil rights issues pretty much just blames uh, white people and Republicans. Uh, Al Sharpton further went on to say is, we would like to know what he alludes to when he said there are greater things at play, which is why we urge for a full explanation as to why he was let go in such a fashion. Don's voice has been invaluable to the conversation of how we become a more just nation. The statement continued, with the health of our democracy undergoing perhaps its greatest test, we cannot afford to silence his voice. This was Al Sharpton on Don Lemon's firing. Uh, Rob, what are your thoughts on uh, Al Sharpton coming out in defense of Don Lemon and saying that Don Lemon was a superb journalist? Uh, is that the first time you've heard that in a while? Huh? Well, you know, this just goes back to, as I said, they're trying to uh, hide the truth. They don't want the truth to be said. Al Sharpton didn't have to say anything about Don Lemon being fired. We all know why Don Lemon was fired. Don Lemon should have been fired years ago once he decided to go after Republicans and say that they're nothing but a bunch of white supremacists. But at the time, that was okay to say. That was the thing to say. But see, once Don Lemon started attacking women, and I'm surprised, I'm well, you know, maybe he has a point. Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe he has a point. It wasn't about racist, racism that he got fired. But I think it more so when men versus women. Maybe had Don said I'm trans, he would have they would have let him stay. That's, if I were him, that's what I would have done. Or Being, sorry to cut you off, Rob, but maybe if people actually watched his show, they would have let him stay <laughs> as well. Well, maybe he should have said he was a trans man. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, uh, because being gay in itself doesn't help you anymore, you know, and society doesn't help because they don't know if they're if they're the gay that's, that are woke or not. So it's like, oh, no, you know, we, we, uh -uh. he should have come out. He should have said, oh, by the way, I'm transing. I'm a trans man, a trans woman. I'm transitioning. They would have kept him on and his numbers would have increased. That's all he had to do. But he was too busy in a little cat fight. Harpy Harlow and the other broad, who, by the way, guys, you gotta be. So you have to really look at look at these people's background. She she claims to be woke now, but if you go back during her college days, she was attacking gay people and saying that she didn't understand them. Another Joy Reid, right? Now, now she yeah, exactly. Now she's like, oh, she she saw the light and they want to embrace her. These people are no good. They're dirty. They're mean. They're corrupt. And it's because of them that society is falling apart. Don should sue 
the same way Chris Cuomo, and Chris Cuomo, by the way, he, his voice has been found. He's on News Nation, I think. Uh, he's there with, uh, let's go, let's get after it. And gosh, he's aged. He's aged horribly. And I don't know if he's at the gym still or not, because he looks kind of puffy. But yeah, he's on News Nation now, uh, spewing his craziness. And these people, when you really look at it, one could say that they are good people. But when they decided to go woke, it was like the latest, uh, what do you want to call it? What can we call it? Uh, the latest fad, because it is a fad. Because everything that they're saying is just completely a lie. I'm just shocked, Andrew, that our justice system of all people, our judges and lawyers, have jumped on this bandwagon. I, 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 think, I think about it sometimes, and I'm like, of all people, you would think that they're so above reproach. And how they just like, they've just like given in. When Katanji Brown Jackson said that she could not define what a woman is, I thought, Wow. And no one is going to call her out on this and just say a woman is, uh, you know, a female is an adult. A woman is an adult female. And she she couldn't, she didn't say it and no one called her out on it. I thought, man, we've really fallen. All she had to say was a woman is what I've been all my life. Boom. Exactly. That's it's what I've been. Right. That, hey, I like that. What I've been all my life, what my mom is, what my children, my daughters will be, unless she's trying to trans just transition them. But she did, and I thought, wow, this is scary. And this woman is sitting on the high court. They want to take off Clarence Thomas because he's exercising, exercising jurisprudence. They want to take him out for her to stay on and so that she could glow. Man, this is – I just – our society – Andrew has just fallen so far down. You have criminal activity in the black neighborhoods. No one want to call it out. Black people can't get a leg up, not because of the white man. Well, if it is a white man, it's a white liberal that keeps holding them down like Joe Biden. You got Joe Biden who can't – I don't know if you saw uh, last week. They were asking him what was the last country he, he had visited. He couldn't even remember he was in Ireland, and a kid had to tell him. And you mean to tell me that this isn't an issue? And the media, oh, well, he's tired. Yeah, but Jean Karine Pierre just said that she it's difficult for her to keep up with him. So e either he's tired or he's he has a problem. He he's suffering from dementia, and I think it's the latter. But it's like all the lies that we're supposed to believe. It's like, man, come on, what is yeah. this? It's like we live in a lie every day when the media talks about Joe Biden. I mean. He you can look back at Joe Biden from when he was uh, Barack Obama's vice president. And if you listen to him speak, it sounds like a completely different person than what he sounds like now. I mean, the guy has clearly rapidly deteriorated and the media wants to act like he hasn't. But anyone with a brain and wants to just admit the truth. I mean, it's obvious when you listen to him. If you listen to some of those old clips of him speaking, it doesn't even sound like the same person. And they're not. It's completely – every day with him, every day he comes out, he's a completely different man who's aging. Even the – you look at him. You look at him now, and you look at when he started running. It's just been like three years ago when they had the, they were doing the primaries. Now, I know that the office ages you. It will age you. It didn't, But, you know, it didn't age uh, Trump that much. He didn't seem aged, and he's still working on all cylinders, Andrew.
because he truly loves working. He truly loves getting things done. But Biden, he's not even doing half of what he should be doing. And they're always running him to Delaware for some type of vitamin B treatment. He's probably in some type of hyperbolic uh, machine. Remember back in the day when they were saying that Michael Jackson, uh, to keep himself young, he would go inside of some type of oxygen machine to like invigorate his veins and whatnot. If you look at, uh, if you Google it, you'll see the machine that I'm talking about. I think that they're doing this to Biden. And when he doesn't have that treatment, he's completely off his game. I mean, and we know that when he's like has like all these cliff notes, he's writing things down on his hand, and and that's completely acceptable. No one wants to say anything about it. We're supposed to just say, oh, it's it's okay. Believe the lie. He's the smartest man out there. And this happens all the time. People do this. And we know that, no, they don't. They don't do it. But this time, it's like, it's okay. <laughs> I'm like, am I living in bizarre world? But we see the country falling apart. We see the criminal activity in the black neighborhoods. We see the black neighborhoods are being destroyed. They're not being built up. If anything, they're building up the illegal aliens for their communities to come here. But the black neighborhoods, it's like they keep going down and down and down. But no one wants to say anything about it because we're too busy trying to go after conservatives and make certain that they don't progress. And as we've been saying on our shows, you have these conservative media outlets that are right in on it. They're not trying to help them out. They're right there trying to put a nail in the coffin. It, it makes you scratch your head and say, what the hell is happening or isn't happening? Because we this should not be taking place. 2023 in the United States of America, which was once the greatest country ever. And we still are in a lot of aspects. But man, are we, is it a race to the bottom extremely fast? I mean, a race that... I don't even know if we can stop it with everything that's happening. You know, when we opened up, we were talking about the attacks on uh, you know, Samuel Alito and who leaked his uh, ruling on abortion. And no one seems to want to find out the truth. Then we segued over to the criminal activity that's taken place. And I forgot to mention this whole thing. We'll talk about this, about Barack Obama, this guy uh, who was found guilty that he colluded was working with this Chinese Malaysian billionaire who was buying influence in the Obama White House. Donated a lot of money to help Obama get elected when Obama was in office. And this is just now coming out. And this guy's name is, is a rapper, Praz Mike Michelle. He was with the Fugees. And I think when it came close to them finding out that he was going to be found guilty they started floating a story that he was an FBI for informant, but it didn't work. And I, I'm surprised that it didn't work because you would think that him being a black man, they would have said, okay, not guilty. But he was found guilty. We're going to talk about that on one of our shows because that's worth dissecting and looking into considering them constantly trying to attack Trump opponents. We should definitely talk about that on one of our shows, Andrew. But wow, this has been a – we just got to keep praying, folks. We can't yeah. give up. We got to keep praying. We can't give up. 
It's been kind of a grim show, hasn't it? But we've yeah, talked, but when you look at what's about happening, Democrats. <laughs> we're, we're, we're trying to keep people informed as to what they're up against. And, you know, we're, we're just keep, we're trying to keep it real. That's what I'm going to say. We're trying to keep it real. I don't want people to buy into the hype that what the Democrats are pushing. That's all I can say, Andrew. Yeah, like so many others, it can seem kind of overwhelming with the amount of things going on in this country. And so many of them aren't good nowadays with uh, this Biden administration. So, uh, yeah, we just keep it real on here. We talk about what's going on. Uh, Things aren't always positive, but we do have a presidential election coming up next year. We just have to pray, vote, do everything we can to try and turn the tide, because if we have to go through four more years of Joe Biden, I mean, it's going to do irreparable damage to this country. Uh, The first four years already has, but uh, we could perhaps... Uh, put some things and get them back into the right direction if we're able to get the right leadership in next time around we can't get this one wrong we can't lose uh you would think with joe biden's track record it would be an easy race for republicans but it's not i mean you, i mention this all the time but the fetterman oz election proves that there's a lot of voters in this country that will just go out and vote for who the media is telling them not do any research not actually vote for who's clearly the better candidate they'll just go with uh, what this mainstream media will tell them. And we know that they're corrupt and they're uh, shills for the Democrat Party. Many of them donate to the presidential campaigns, things like this. So, uh, yeah, we just keep it real here on After Dark with Rob and Andrew. This hour flew right by. We appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew, which is available on iHeartRadio. Uh, Tune in radio, Pandora, wherever you stream, please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or you can go to AmericaOutloud.com. We'll see you guys next time, and remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.